Hi, it's Blue here. This is marathon number 24-2014. After the Ironman in May, I had two months off of just running six kilometer runs when I felt like it. And then I started some weekend rides to date. I've done no swimming. The Centennial Park Ultra was started a few years ago and only a few of us have done all the events. So I've built a rod for my own back having the desire to keep the streak up. Fortunately, it is an event that I want to do for a while if it can keep its current structure. The 50km race is also during the 100km race, which means in reality I have 11 hours to finish the 50Ks. I just had a thought about a 50-mile race. Maybe I could fit that into the cutoff time as well. In the past, the race has been organised by April and has now been set up by Sean and Mel of Mountain Sports. In both cases, the organisation was excellent, though different due to personal touches each race manager has. The first race was in February, which I liked nice and warm and had the last two in September. This year, the race was all in August and I didn't fully appreciate the sunrise and the cold. So for someone like me who likes to go to bed late and get up late in the morning, it was quite a mental challenge. Arrived and it was dark and people were wandering around with headlights, a new experience for me. I could hear Colin's voice at the timing area and then when the sun rose, I couldn't, I couldn't find him anywhere. He had set up and left to, left to go to another race. I finally got to say hi to him several, several hours later. I went to the registration area with one person and a torch handing out the bibs. While there, I had a chance to chat with an eventual winner of the 50km race, Alex Matthews, about his recent work in Dubbo as a doctor. After watching the start of the 100km race, I went back to the car to get another jacket to wear. I'm a wimp and I was cold. With the Ironman training, I've been out of the running loop for quite a while and I really enjoy catching up with many long-term running friends and met a few new runners and put faces to some names of several Facebook running friends. While walking to the start, I was talking to Glenn about his Ironman aspirations. Once at the start, I felt comfortably warm with my beanie, cycling undershirt, long-sleeve thermal, tri-top, long-sleeve cycling top and a woolen base v-neck jumper. On the first lap the jumper went, on the second the cycling top went and the third the beanie. I think I made a mistake with the cycling undershirt because it was soon wet and I was getting cold. After a while I took that off, leaving the rest of the race with the long sleeve thermal and the tri-top. During the first 25 kilometres of the race I was completely unsettled. The sun was not warming me up, in the shadows I was cold. There was some relief as I passed the time chatting to Helen, Helen Pretty, Sonia, Sonia Graham and Heather, Heather Dwyer at different stages during the race. Cheering on faster runners as they lapped me and stopping to chat with Paul Avery at his aid station each lap with a different topic of conversation. My Garmin was sent to 6 kilometer intervals, no surprise there, as I viewed the race as 8 by 6 kilometer runs and a 2 kilometer top up rather than laps of the park. I was hoping to see the average under 45 minutes per 6 kilometres. The splits for the first 25 were between 37 and 40 minutes for 18 k's and then I had a 53 minute last 6 kilometres. This half of the race included taking off layers of clothes and removing my orthotics as my feet, feet were cramped. 
in the second half of the race I decided to do my 12 minutes of running and three minutes of walking for the rest of the race. I thought thought if I got myself into the mental routine, the second half of the race would go faster than the first half, which I felt was dragging on and on and on. By the way, I'm sensing the tone of what I am writing. It's not that positive. I did enjoy many aspects of the race. Anyway, to continue the story. Instead of me calculating 12-minute intervals, I started my three minutes of walking at 12, 27, 42 and 57 minutes past the hour. And if an aid station came up, I stopped there as well, even if I was running. I started to enjoy myself more as I got into the routine. My times for the six kilometres slowed down to between 49 and 53 minutes, and my, but my pace was even. The time variation was more due to stopping. I managed to get to walk to the end of the hill for three minutes and then around the public cafe strip on the other side, nearly horse riding on a regular and consistent basis. Well, that's probably it. I trotted into the finish about 10 minutes after Brendan did his 100 kilometres in over seven hours compared to my six hours, 35 minutes for my 50 k's. Yes, the leaders tend to lap me every two laps. I promptly went into my gear, put on several layers of clothes, placed the rest of my gear in the car and had the best part of the day watching the other runners come in while speaking to Sean, Colin, Brendan, Will from Footpoint, Russell, Trent Morrow, Morrow, Marathon Man and Marcus of Ultra 168 and thanking the volunteers and other supporters. After seeing the top five places in the 100km race finish, it was time to head home. I enjoyed the race in the company, but I'm feeling older. I pulled up fine, just the normal DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, and I'm quite looking forward to no planned races except for the Mandarin European Triathlon in November. So for me, the future holds six kilometre runs with some traffic-free, safe riding and swimming on the sunny days. No early mornings, sessions, normal late nights with Pinot Road runs, social media catch-up, Foxtel and reading. I think I'm just going through the motions at the moment. My headspace is somewhat directionless, though I'm suitably content despite being pretty much goalless at the moment. That's all from Plu for me reading the 2014 Centennial Park 50k Ultra, read in 2021. Bye for now. Uh, this is Plu again in uh, the 2nd of April 2021. In listening to my last report, I remained goalless for about a month or so. I did my last and 20th Nepean triathlon and in January 2015, I did another 12-hour Narrabeen all-nighter race marathon number 25 and here's the report I wrote at the time marathon number 25 Narrabeen all-nighter 12-hour race 60 kilometers 2015 without dwelling too much on the past 2014 was the year of the Ironman well to May at least then I moved on a 50 kilometer race followed by my 18th PN triathlon oh I had two more to go since May after recovery there's been no swimming and 20-kilometre rides through Wesley and Avoca and 6-kilometre runs through Penno West, Avoca or Penno Road with the semi-trailers. Families' holidays took a priority and we were not sure we would be around for the Narrabeen all-nighter. As the cards fell, we organised to go to Darwin between Christmas and New Year 
which included flying back on the red eye on Friday morning, which meant I could do the race on Saturday night. So I entered the race a few days before the cutoff time for the t-shirt and the race England. My training through December while on school holidays was a daily 20km cycle followed by a 6km run later in the day. The only modification was for three days after the 6km run I decided to walk the hills of Avoca until 60 minutes. I tended to manage between 8 and 10 kilometres for the hour. Sleep deprived, I trained as much as possible for me and in a positive frame of mind I arrived at the race on Saturday evening. There were many people there I knew and many I didn't due to my sabbatical for the Ironman. This year there were two races, one along a 500 metre out and back cycle path and a 5 kilometre loop trail race in which I had entered. Starting at the back of the pack, a runner asked me about my lights, which I've never used before, and after they malfunctioned while demonstrating how they worked, because I didn't know how to use them, the race started. During the first 5km loop, I settled into a group that was running at a pace slower than I wanted, but probably the pace I needed to run. On the second lap, as darkness fell, I was soon by myself, and accordingly spent much of the night this way, except for some wonderful moments with several runners. The rest I could argue is a blur, but I guess the best way to approach this for this narrative is to say that there were moments of clarity and great support from other runners. Running two kilometres, Tim, Tim Linden, an ex-student, was the highlight. To hear his journey from the school days was endorsing and equalising as we ran side by side, sharing what we have done since school. Without dwelling on the details, the aim was to run a double marathon. A few years earlier in the same race, I managed 87 clays. A far cry from the 60 kilometres I managed on this particular evening. Key highlights or moments, perhaps, I shouldn't share include the following. Falling apart at 27 kilometres at a time between 3 and 4 hours. Yes, that is slow. And realising that 84 kilometres was not going to happen. Other highlights I should share include the beauty of a snake in the bushes on the side of the track, reading the historical posts on the course, sunrise, and some random support throughout the night. I did bonk and had a couple of sleeps. Falling apart included gobbling down a small fruit salad pack and then realising I needed to bring it back up within 200 metres and spending the next 300 metres trying to find a private time to achieve the agreed goal. Some concern was expressed by some spectators, but... With my burden relieved, I felt a lot better. And I continued running, actually walking. I was very pleased to be joined walking the next two, two kilometres by a Western Sydney runner who was unselfishly concerned about his race. Continued walking with me. Yes, I know, poor sentence construction. <laughs> Fruit salad aside, I was still struggling. Perhaps a product of the red eye flight. Minimal sleep for a few days. I succumbed to a 15-minute sleep and a few years later I scored a 30-minute sleep which I suspect made the difference. Jump forward to 50k soon after sunrise. Heaps slower than the few years earlier. I realised I needed to run a bit more to assure I could at the very least, least reach 10 by 6 kilometres. I set my Garmin to 6 kilometre intervals. No surprise there for people who know me. The running confirmed I would reach 60 kilometres, especially given the final distance was determined by the closest 2.5 kilometres. Relieved, the revised goal was achieved and I cruised in to the finish suitably satisfied. 
My appreciation to the race organisers and other runners and spectators has been previously been expressed. Thanks all again.